Hello and welcome back to another edition of the K-Pop Rama Podcast. I'm your host, Skidonman, and for today's episode, we are beginning a new show on the podcast. And this show is called Questionable Advice, where I am going to be <laughs> doing the rounds and going to people that aren't necessarily into K-dramas or aren't you know usually associated with that kind of thing. And we're going to go through some things in dramas that happen. And it just so happens that some characters from a little drama called Hospital Playlist so happen to email into the show. And we're going to read some of their letters that have come in because some of them are quite interesting. But for today's show, we are going to be introducing a new guest on the podcast, Um Mind if you introduce yourself, Chris? Hi, everybody. I'm Chris. Uh, Chris, uh, let's see. Um, I'm a good friend of Gian. Uh, Gian's. We we go to school together, uh, and I uh, I have no idea what this K-pop thing is. I've I've never seen a single one. I, I and I you know what? I'm probably perfect for the show because I do give questionable advice. So yeah. Perfect. Very questionable. Exactly what this show needs. So yeah, I hopefully this show will be really interesting for you guys because I'll be honest, I've been wanting to do this show concept for months. I just haven't been able to find the right people to do it. So hopefully now we can do more of these because I'm I'm honestly been dying to do something like this. Yeah, if you ever need bad advice, just invite me. Yep. Absolutely, 100%. But before we get into that, of course, if you like the podcast and you like what we do, then we can like, subscribe the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on just find any podcast platform think of. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to subscribe to the five-star rating on the podcast. That helps it a lot. And last but not least, our social media will be in the podcast description below. So with that being said, without further ado, let's get into questionable advice. Because my God... The advice will be really, really questionable. Right, so before we get into the actual show, I should address some things because I didn't address it in the actual intro that I recorded yesterday. Uh, by the way, hi, this is like uh, editing Gian while he's like editing the podcast. Um, so just to clarify a couple of things about this show, um, this show is meant to be like a, you know, like a radio show of some sorts where people would you know email in or call in to talk about their problems and we would give them solutions and this is exactly the kind of show that i intended it to be now obviously since k-drama characters are entirely fictional um i've had to basically write up all of these emails that you're gonna be you're gonna be hearing in this show just want to give you a heads up about that because you know you might be wondering like how on earth that works but the other thing I do want to address, which is something I think is probably really important considering um, the kind of content that might be on this particular show. Um, so this show is meant to be more of a adult show, if you get what I mean. Like it, um, Just for the context of this particular episode, it doesn't get too adult, really. But I will say, uh, going forward with this kind of show... Um, it will contain more mature themes and people on this particular show on the podcast might say more things about more adult topics that I, that you usually don't really see on the podcast. So if that does happen, um, you will see in an explicit disclaimer whenever you see your thing on the podcast. So just to give you a heads up on that because I feel like it... it it, it is just appropriate to let you guys know on these kind of things. And if you're not exactly a fan of this kind of content, then, you know, I totally respect that opinion. And you can just feel free to just skip this kind of episode because this is exactly what this kind of episode is going to entail. So, yeah, um, just want to give you a quick heads up on that. But without further ado, uh, I'm just going to shut up and you can just enjoy the rest of the episode. Right, so to start, um, 
So just to give you guys some extra context, uh, we have three letters here from this particular hospital, from this drama that we call Hospital Playlist. And the first question, first and letter, I mean, comes from someone named Kim Jun Wan. So I'm just going to read out the letter here just to give you a better idea. So hello, I hope you're doing well. My name is Kim Jun Wan. And I was wondering if you could help me with something that is driving me crazy lately. This is kind of a complicated issue, so this will take a bit to explain. So I work as a doctor at an incredibly busy hospital in Seoul, and I'm always attending the patients. But in the last few months, I've met someone and we started the date recently. Uh, she's an army officer who works outside of Seoul, and it's been going great so far. And I genuinely think she might be the one. I've honestly never felt this way for someone before. You must be wondering where the problem is at this point, but I'm not sure how to mention that I'm dating the sister of one of my best friends at work, and he has no idea that I am dating his sister. Ooh. Now, I know, I know. I should probably tell my best friend about this, but he's really busy with his job. And whenever I have the opportunity to tell him, something else comes up and I can't tell him. I feel bad because I've been dating his, sis his sister for a while now. And I feel like I'm going behind his back doing this, even if I didn't have any bad intentions going into this. Life just happens. And I feel like the longer this goes on, the more uncertain I feel about the idea of him finding out now. What do you think I should do? How should I tell my best friend about this? And how should I view this whole situation with my girlfriend? Any help you can give me would be appreciated because I have no idea what to do at this point. Oh, the best, Jun Wan. So oh my God. immediately, this is, story. <laughs> this is really loaded. Wow. Very loaded situation. I mean, okay, honestly, this is honestly, I mean, Junwon here is asking us two questions, right? Like, yeah. first off, um, he's dating the younger sibling or like a sibling in general of one of his best friends. I mean, I guess we should start with that, of course. I mean, uh, I, I, I kind of don't really have any perspective on this because I grew up as an only mm. child. So I don't know. What do you think? Like, I think it's fine as long yeah, as I mean, everyone knows what they're what's going on but yeah uh, i mean yeah for sure i look um to be honest with you man i want I, I, i'm just being straight up brutally honest i feel like he should just tell his friend like saying that there's he's too busy or something always comes up see, sounds a little bit like an excuse just text him it's not as formal, but just tell him, like, look, I, I wanted to tell you in person, but there's just too busy. There's ways that you could tell this guy and you need to tell the, the longer you wait, uh, the worse you're going to end up feeling. And in the long run, if he really is your best friend, I'm pretty sure like he would be kind of OK with it eventually, uh, especially considering that if you guys are really that close, I'm pretty sure he would be completely fine with you dating his sister, you know? So, like, uh, you just got to tell him outright, I feel. Um, and then, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I mean, it just, just reading the letter, it seems like this relationship has been going on for quite some time. And it's not like, it. I don't think it's a situation where this relationship just started, like, two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. sounds like, a fairly long-term relationship already like maybe three months plus and yeah. you know like you said chris like the longer this goes on the more like chaotic the you know the confession will be yeah exactly and like he'll he'll understand when be like dude it's your sister i didn't know how to tell you like i think it's fine um but you gotta tell him like sooner rather than later for sure it is the longer you wait the worse it's gonna get for sure yeah yeah because i think the longer this goes on and like because you know with how with how like friend groups work 
things yeah. get around eventually. You might yeah. not get the full truth at first, but like the pieces will come together eventually. And like the moment when he finds out, like, yeah. it, like I, I honestly, if I were in that situation, I would be pretty pissed off with my best friend. Not necessarily because he's dating a sibling of mine. It's just you literally could have told me this. Like you could have like did anything right to do it, but yeah. you decided not to because I'm not sure. Maybe maybe we should go on to this as well. Like make obviously like this guy is like really nervous and like obviously mm-hmm. doesn't really know how to to tell. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like obviously you could do a text, but I feel like this is one of those things where I feel like t- telling someone in person is probably the better way to go yeah like but it, he, he said previously that he's, he's the guy's too busy to even talk to like in person which is like which is fine just tell him like hey man like we like text him be like i need to really talk to you like mm. if you don't want if you don't want to tell him in the text be like it's super important like we have to talk i, I know you're super busy but you have to set aside like five minutes just five minutes so I can talk to you. And then you just, you just got to tell them. The sooner you do it, the better, you know? Mm. So you say if you're in this guy's shoes, Chris, right? Uh-huh. How would you like, how would you like go about doing it? Like, I know like you already mentioned, like you would like just text him or call him, but say you had the opportunity to meet him in person. Like, how would you do that? Like, would you like, take him out to like a nice dinner and like talk it over or would you just kind of like i don't know just go out and drink and just tell him that way um oh man that's tough i guess i guess it depends i think i think it depends on the person but i like to drink so i would take him out for drinks because that's what i like to do (laughs) well i mean I mean, they're Koreans. They like the drinks, so I mean, oh, that's yeah. really well, then, no problem. But well, yeah, yeah there should be no problem there. It's fine. And then I would just be like, "Hey, hey brother, I'm banging your sister. You know, I've just been doing it for like three months. You know." Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if I would <laughs> if I would say it like that. I mean, that's very blunt. You know? <laughs> okay, like, I know. I mean, I think I'm to, supposed to, to give f- questionable advice, though. So there you go. You I mean, say it just like I mean, that. You, I mean, that's really what you're saying, really. But <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we've but, been seeing each other for the past three months. But I think yeah, I'm really in love with your sister. <laughs> uh, but but seriously though, like honestly, if Jun one's listening to this, dude. You got to tell him somehow because like we've already waffled on for like 10 minutes already. Like the longer this goes on, the more chaotic the, you know, the truth will be when it does come out because it will come out. Like you can't hide things like this forever. I mean, honestly, honest to God, it's kind of impressive that you're even like pulling off the secret relationship for as long as you have. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, I mean, I know like, you know, with, you know, with like adult siblings, sometimes some of them might be separated or whatever, but you know, it's kind of hard to keep that a secret. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially if, you know, your best friend and th- their little sister is like quite close, you know, as you probably say in the email. So yeah, tell yeah. him, dude, just tell him. Just and do I'm he- banging your sister. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, seriously though, do reply to this email see what happens um i know this will i mean you'll probably have to come up with a decision eventually so yeah uh do let us know on the questionable advice podcasts yeah Uh, i'm curious yeah i'm definitely curious i i i honestly can't wait i'm actually genuinely really curious to see what he does because you know it could honestly go either way it could either go smoothly as we you know hope it will be or it could be the most chaotic thing ever which yeah. would be pretty unfortunate to be totally honest so yeah 
Um, I, have a, I have a quick question as a side note to this, though. Like, yeah. I'm not entirely too familiar with, like, Korean culture. So is there, like, a specific reason, like, why he's so, um, maybe perhaps, like, just kind of, like, apprehensive about telling his best friend? Is there something culturally there, you um, think? Because I feel like in the U.S., it's kind of normal for, like, people you know because like there's the rule of like i guess like uh proximity you know what i mean mm-hmm. where like if you spend enough time with people like eventually connections will make and you'll fall like you'll eventually like make really strong connections and you'll eventually fall in love right like that's yeah it's gonna happen it's just like the rule of you being close with people so perhaps the fact that they're friends and he met his sister that way like that's just natural and that just like I feel like that's just going to happen you know if you spend enough time if a guy and a girl spend enough time together and they don't think they're you know they don't hate each other that much you know yeah like they're probably gonna fall in love at some point um I mean at least in the U.S. I, I I know for a fact it's not strange for like friends to date each other's siblings at least not in my mind because I've seen it happen you know mm. before yeah, yeah. yeah it's not like weird to me so i don't know is there something culturally there would you know again like um you know i'll be honest with you i actually don't know actually i mean i mean in the k dramas i've seen i've personally never seen a situation like this mm. but for me i mean i feel like as long as you know everyone's like on board and understands everyone's position and what's going on i feel like it it should be fine now granted um if the relationship goes south which as much as we would love to say that that won't happen can happen and it's happened before to a lot of people like oh yeah i'm sure you know if you kind of burn the bridge with that particular person oh i mean you know, it, it could, I imagine it could be really awkward for yeah. your friend because it it just leaves you in a really uncomfortable position because you're you're friends with the person that literally broke your sibling's heart. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, that's true. That I mean, I feel like that's that's like a universal thing as well. Like, it can yeah. it can go south, but I mean, but I think with any kind of relationship, you run that risk anyway. Yeah, I I feel like it's a little different. I think it depends on the relationship those siblings have as well. Because, like, for example, one of my friends absolutely hates his sister. So I don't think he would care at all if you broke her heart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so I think it depends on the sibling, the the relationship the siblings have as well in that scenario, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. But really, like, to be more specific on like cultural customs i'm actually not sure i might have to ask some of my friends in korea about it because i'm genuinely interested because you know it might be different but i think in general for this particular situation it's just this general like just not getting people on board right problem which is the big issue and obviously this will have to be resolved one way or another so yeah yeah it'll be really interesting to see how this goes but Moving on to the next letter. Um, it's from someone named An Jong-wan. So here's the letter. Um, Hiya. My name is An Jong-wan, and I have a problem that I need some advice on. Should give you fair warning. It's a pretty serious one. Oh. So I work as a pediatric surgeon, and I've been doing this for quite a long time now. I really do love my job. And I especially uh-huh. enjoy getting to work with children, even if they're going through a difficult time if they have to see me. But lately, the nature of this job is getting to me. As a doctor, you accept that not every patient you see will make it. But this is especially hard when you are trying to help children. Whenever one of my patients pass away, I take their deaths pretty hard and I've seen many children die on my watch 
all of this is beginning to weigh heavily on me and it's incredibly draining both physically and mentally. It's gotten to the point where I do not want to deal with this emotional pain anymore. And I want out of my job as a pediatric surgeon. As I come from a Catholic family, I have put in a paper, I put in the paperwork to apply to become a priest. I should get approval from the church soon, but I'm getting backlash from my mother because I'm the only one in our immediate family that has not decided to enter the priesthood. And on top of that, my mother also has ownership in the hospital that I'm working at. And she doesn't want me to go as it would lead to succession issues for the hospital. This is also a difficult decision because it hasn't been that long since all of my friends from university have finally found jobs at our hospital. And that has been amazing. My friends mean the world to me, and it has taken an incredibly long time for this to actually happen. And if I go with the priesthood, I won't see my friends as often as I would want to. This is an incredibly difficult dilemma to deal with, and I would like your advice on this. I know this is really heavy, but at this point, any advice you can give me will help, as I am incredibly torn on this. Thanks, mm. Jungwon. So, yeah, um, yeah, this is definitely heavy. Like, this is yeah. both like emotionally heavy and just both heavy on from a pers- professional perspective as well, because he is genuinely contemplating on walking away from a job that he's worked incredibly hard to get and something that he genuinely enjoys doing. Like, you know, it's tough. Like, you know, it's tough, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's tough to say, you know? Yeah. I'll, I, I'd like to respond to that in a, in a story of my own, if, that, if that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so I come from a military family in the United States and we, uh, I, I was I was raised kind of with this idea that like that is like the optimal choice, specifically to join the military, and I eventually I did it. I got in and I ended up joining like an extremely elite unit, and I worked really hard to get there. Um, I was really good at what I did. Um, and I enjoyed it, but I also took an extremely tough mental toll. And I also, um, I had to see a few shrinks or I guess psychologists at, at the time, um, you know, cause I had, uh, suicidal ideation, which is basically just thoughts of suicide, not attempts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I also came to the rough decision of um leaving the military um it's it's rough i i worked really hard to get there it's it's literally like the unit when you when you get to where i was at you're at the cream of the crop you're at the very top of the military food chain basically you're one percent of the military population like the best one percent so yeah it was really rough uh but I got to say, even though my parents were against it, my dad really wanted me to stay in. He thought that was the best for me. Leaving was the best decision I ever made in my life. I am just emotionally happier now than I ever was before. I'm making a lot less money, but, you know, I come to the realization that money is not everything. I have less stuff, but I don't need a whole lot of stuff, you know? Um, going to school right now, hopefully I'll end up being a teacher. That's what I plan on doing. I got a year left. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that this job choice that I make will, you know, continue to help me grow as a person and I'll continue to, you know, kind of correct and help myself, you know, mentally from all those situations I was in. So I think, I think this guy has a bright head on his shoulders, to be honest. I think this guy's really smart because when I was going through it, I was kind of just too dumb to realize why I was so depressed. And, you know, like 
I, I I couldn't figure out why. I was like, it's my diet. It's got to be my diet. I'm eating wrong, you know, like too many <laughs> cheeseburgers or something. Uh, you know, uh, too much video games. Who knows? Um, but this guy know he knows that his job is taking a toll on him, and you know, it's it's fine. Like, not everybody's cut out for a specific job. But even if it's like you like it and you're good at it. Like I liked what I was doing and I was good at it, but the mental toll was too much for left. And I honestly believe that this guy has a good head on his shoulders because he's, he knows exactly what's causing it. And I think he's probably ultimately going to make the correct decision of you know moving on, leaving. Uh, I understand there's the issue with your parents, but my parents also eventually just came to the conclusion that, you know what, he's happier now. Like he, he's doing what he really wants to now. So they, they're actually like still, they're very proud of me. They tell me that all the time, you know, they're like, Hey, I'm about to go spend father's day with, with my dad after this real soon anyway. So, and he'll tell me too today, you know, Hey son, I'm really proud of you. Um, so eventually I'm at least it worked out for me. And my advice is to do what your heart tells you to. Um, if it's too emotional, or it's too much of an emotional toll. Just you know, it's time to it's time to move on. And your parents will eventually grow to accept it. Yeah. You know, everything will work out in the end. The whole thing about succession with the hospital, it'll eventually work out in the, in the end. Everything will work itself out. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like the only caveat to say for the situation, because to be honest, I 100% agree with everything you've said, and it's it's honestly the correct way to go at it, in my opinion. I think the only thing that would genuinely stop him from doing this decision is his friends, you know? Like, I mean, I mean, yes, look, this job that he has for as much as he loves it has a giant emotional toll on him. And, you know, it's, it's definitely like, you know, put damage on his psyche throughout the years. But I feel like at the same time, like just based on how he talks about his friends from university, like it seems like out of anything in the world, it seems to me like his friends from university are like his, like, his support group outside of yeah. being his friend group. And I feel like genuinely, if he didn't have this friend group, I think he would have went to the priesthood years ago. Yeah. Because it seems like he's been doing this thing as a doc, as a pediatric surgeon, I mean, for quite a while. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I mean, with very good and successful friend groups, you cherish tons of memories, fun and laughs together. And you know, I, I mean, just as much as you, it feels right and it makes sense to ultimately do what is right for yourself. I feel like it's an incredibly difficult decision in this context because mm-hmm. you are leaving behind, essentially, because I don't know how priesthood works, but I imagine you probably have to go off to Catholic or priest school or whatever somewhere yeah. and... You know, you would you wouldn't be able to see the friends that you care about the most as often. So, you know, it's a fairly difficult decision. Like genuinely, I I wouldn't really know what to do in this case. Like, I don't I, know. If, I, 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 yeah, I specifically also kind of went through something similar to what you just explained because. At, when I was in the army, I only had army friends, right? They're only gung-ho about the army. So when I was leaving, it, it, I, I knew that I was going to lose my entire friend group as well, you know, because they're, some of them are either going to stay in, some of them left too. So then we kind of talked here and there, but even when we did talk, it was just about army stuff. And I'm not going to lie. The first year that I left was probably you know, like a continuation and maybe a little bit more, I was even more depressed because I had less uh, support, like everything that I was just grown used to and accustomed to all disappeared so fast. You know, I had to 
relearn everything and rewire my brain. I had to make new friends, but my new friend group now is better than, you know, I mean, I can't replace my friends in the army specifically because like those people are people would quite literally die for you. But uh, my friend group now is so much more supportive than any other friend group I've ever had. So I, I think you're right. It's going to be tough for this guy, but you know, he might lose some friends for a little bit, but ultimately they're either going to have to, you know, be okay with his decision and, or he's going to, you know, maybe he'll make new friends when he, in the, in the priesthood, you know, and, and, you know, you'll eventually make new friends and, you know, new connections. You got to also think about it in the way that, yeah, you're losing something, but you're also gaining something too, right? Where, yeah, you might lose these college friends and your mother won't really appreciate the fact that you're supposed to be the success. You know, you'll gain new experiences, new friends, and those people, if they truly love and care about you, they'll come back to you. You know, you'll reconnect again. So eventually in the end, I, I really truly believe, you know, he should really care about his mental health and, you know, go through with it. But I do agree with you, game. It's, it's going to be tough. You know? Yeah, definitely. I think at this point, I think, I mean, I think it'd be right to give him two options. One is to just go with, with literally everything that we've said and to just go mm-hmm. with the priesthood, go through it, just do it now and worry about all of the other things later, which will come. But, you know, I don't think anyone at this point, including his old friends and all of his friends at work would really begrudge him for this decision because, you know, I think out of anyone, they've pro- they probably know what he's going through the most. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if he wants to, you know, if he feels like that, you know, his, he doesn't want to break up, you know, his friendship and his bond with his friends that he's known for years, then I would recommend to probably do everything that you can do possible to maybe, I guess, improve like your mental state, if that makes sense. Like maybe, maybe I would honestly recommend maybe, I would, I mean, this is definitely like a topic that you can go to therapy about. Like this is definitely, oh, yeah, for sure. you can def- this is definitely something where you can definitely seek professional help about it because, you know, yeah. just be, to, be just because doctors are like our doctors that do doctor things doesn't mean they're susceptible to, you oh, know, yeah. mental health issues like everyone oh, else. For sure. So like, you know, I would recommend doing that and maybe even, even talking to your friends about it and seeing what their, their perspective is on this. And, you know, really like, I think if you want to, because, you know, let's not forget as well. Like this isn't like a situation where like he hates his job. Like he, he still loves his job. He just, just, he just finds it difficult to deal with the emotional toll of the whole thing. So like, you know, I think at this point he should try to, do everything he can if he wants to stay in this job as stay in the job anyway to you know seek help try to find you know perspectives from different people and then if after all of this effort you still feel like leaving is the right decision then you should leave and yeah you know that'll be that but you know either way this is a very difficult decision and Jungwon I'm I'm really glad you emailed in because yeah, sure. this is definitely a very, as you say in the letter, a very, very deep and very <laughs> genuinely difficult decision to make. And, you know, if you want to reply back to us to see what happens, um, I would love to hear it because I, I, I wish the best for you, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, yeah, just, you know, I would I would definitely seek professional help. I mean it's no joke you know uh depression can be no joke any kind of mental Ill, like mental toll that you take you got to take it absolutely seriously you know um any even like slight uh thoughts of you know suicidal ideation just uh, uh, definitely seek professional help 
um, it definitely helped me out. So I, I completely recommend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But before we get into the next letter, because we have one more left, um, seeing as this letter that we went through is seemingly very, very heavy, uh, I think it's probably a good time to take an ad break. So we're going to do that right now and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. So um, as we mentioned before, we went on break. Um, we have one more letter to talk about on the show today and is from someone named Che Songwa. So, all right, here we go. So, all right, let's read it. So, hi, my name is Che Sung-wa, and something in my life has happened where for the first time in a long time, I feel totally unprepared for it. So to provide some context, I work as a neurosurgeon at a hospital and throughout my professional career, I could always rely on my best friends from medical school for both emotional and professional support as we go on our professional journeys together. No matter how tough work can get, I can always have a smile on my face knowing that my friends are always there for me. Even if they drive me nuts with their crazy antics. I swear sometimes I forget my friends sometimes act like little kids, even though they're fully grown adults. But I don't mind because they're my best friends and I honestly don't know what to do. What I mean, what I would do without them. Recently, I was moving out of Seoul recently and one of my friends, Ikjun, wanted to tag along as I was heading to my new apartment in Sokcho. It's basically like the, it's a coastal town on the eastern coast of Korea. It's like, it's, it's like on the coast facing Japan. Oh, okay. context. Um, anyway, um, when, when we were talking at my, we were talking at my apartment for a while. And when Ichun was about to leave to go back to Seoul, he confessed his love for me and wanted to see if I wanted to become his girlfriend. I didn't answer back because of how surprised I was, but he's now waiting for my answer. While I admit I did feel this way about him back in our university days, but I put those feelings aside when he eventually married someone else and eventually started his own family. I'm not sure why he's confessing to me now, but in recent years, Ikjun has went through a divorce and his former wife with his former wife, and he now raises his only son on his own. This is all just so sudden, and I honestly don't know what to feel about it. Ichun mm. has been one of my closest friends for almost 20 years now, and we've been there for each other for both the good times and bad, and I care about him a lot. I love him, but I just don't know if I can love him, in air quotes, that way. You know, I just don't know if I can after so long. Yeah, I don't want to make this a bigger deal than it already is. And I know with the way our friend group works, everyone else will figure out what has happened between us, which could affect how we interact as a group. The last thing I want is something that would cause harm to people I care deep, dearly about. How do you think I should respond to him? I really need help with this because I feel incredibly torn about this and I really don't do not know what to do. I mm. would greatly appreciate any advice you can give me because I'm looking for anything at this point. Respectfully, Songwa. So yeah, this is another relationship-related question and something that's honestly very, very intriguing to see because you know this is a situation where both Songwa and Ichun, you know, they've been friends for years, um, but at one point. Um, you know, both of them probably at one point did have feelings for each, for each other, but uh-huh. things didn't really work out that way. And while things kind of buffed out and, you know, they kind of, you know, they moved on their separate ways. Now yeah. it's all of it's coming back again. And, mm. you know, to be honest with you, like I, I don't really blame Songwa for reacting the way she did when oh, yeah, for he sure. reacted with this basically confessed to him like that. Because for one, like literally as she says in the in the letter, like it's literally out of nowhere. Now maybe yeah. he might have had hints, perhaps, that he was still interested in her, but maybe that kind of maybe that kind of was 
that wasn't really paid attention to because, you know, they're best friends. Like you don't really think about those things if you've kind of agreed or like you're under 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 the perception that you're like platonic friends. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. This is a very friend zoned himself when he got married and got kids. You know what I mean? A little bit. Yeah, this is like a really <laughs> difficult situation. Like, <sighs> to be, like, to be, yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, dude, like, <laughs> she should be like, sorry, too late, brother, get out of here. <sighs> I mean, I mean, let's be honest, like, Soma is well in her rights to do that. Like, yeah, because, you know, this is literally out of nowhere. And, you know, the thing that they had for each other was, years ago now granted you could say this is like a situation where you know these two people had a thing at one point and while you know things didn't really work out that way they still you know have that thing for each other like it could totally be a situation like that but i think it's just the way that ikjun just confessed in this manner because it's it's just totally out of nowhere. Like I, yeah. I would honestly be kind of shocked if one of my best friends that I've known for ages, like literally came to me and confessed his or her feelings to me in that yeah. way. It's kind of, it's, it, it would definitely cut, catch you off guard. Yeah. I mean, it's happened to me before, but I like the thing is when it comes to like love and finding love, to be honest, it's pretty hard. Because you got there's so many like outlying factors. One of the biggest ones that I feel like no one really kind of considers when it comes to love and getting into relationships is timing. Timing also is a big factor. You both have to be in certain po- parts of your life, in b- certain points of your life, where you know you 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 guys can afford to like have the said relationship. You know, um, yeah. so like. You, it, you know, if it if it doesn't work out because of timing, I mean, that's just a part of it, to be honest. I mean, if, you know, if he's, it's a, if he's a few decades too late, I mean, that's just the way it's got to be. And, and the, when it comes to the friend group and she doesn't want to hurt people, that's completely understandable. But you could also hurt the friend group by not addressing it, you know? Yeah, and then it yeah. just being awkward for a very long time, and then, you know, if you don't address it to him, he, you know, he's gonna just always wonder. And you know, if you don't be honest with him, uh, you know, people can kind of tell, you know. So, if you just try to like tell him, like, "Hey, I got, I got to answer you later," just hold off, and you just ask him to wait for a long time before you answer him. I mean, you know that he's always going to wonder then too, like what happened? So either way, I honestly, I think she kind of answered her own question. I think she said in the letter um, that, you know, she doesn't really think of him that, that way anymore. Right. Mm. But so I think, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. But maybe, you know, maybe this is a maybe because you know, I don't know this. I don't know Songwa personally or anything, but but maybe this moment could be, you know, that moment where you know it sparks all of those feelings that she had from way before. Because you know, both of them are in a position to actually do this now. So yeah, there true. is that. There is that scenario there. The like, aspect of timing is there. For yeah, sure. definitely. Like they definitely okay. have the time. I mean, considering that they're probably both doctors, they definitely have the money. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think if Songwa wants to actually pursue this, then, you know, I think both of them are in a very good position to actually do it this time because, you know, you know, with usually, you know, sometimes in college or university, sometimes like maintaining relationships is hard, especially. Oh, yeah, you're too if- busy. Yeah, and especially if it's a situation where, like, say, um, one of one of one of the people in the relationship is like a international student, and like you know has like lives somewhere else, and there like yeah. comes a point where they have to 
you know, go back home, so to speak. Yeah. So like it's again, like it it really does come down to timing. So really, I think I think at this point, Songwa should just listen to what her heart says. Yeah, and but at the same time, I think you should also be open to you know changing your mind because you know even though that you've you've seen Ikjun as one of your dearest and closest platonic friends for ages, like you know just because they're platonic doesn't mean like you close the window for that relationship becoming a romantic one. You know, that's like, true. Like that 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 door is never closed. Especially because, you know, like, really, like, the the romantic part, I mean, like, and all the things that include it are, to me, are, like, maybe 30% of the whole thing. The 70% yeah. is the personality of the person and how you get on with that person. And it seems to me, considering both of these people have been friends for two decades, which is a very long time, they have that 70% down. So, you know... They can, if if she wants to, and if her heart wants to, she can definitely do it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I I personally think she answered her own question. Um, mm-hmm. I think she knows, like, hey, I I didn't even think about this guy that way. Like, we're just friends in my mind, and if that's fine too, there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. right? And if that's your answer, then just you got it. I think. You got to tell them. And I also think there's nothing wrong with, I don't know, trying it out and see how it goes. You just yeah. got to tell them, hey, look, I, I, I think of you as a friend, right? But I know that we're super close. So I want to maybe try dating to see if I feel any emotional connection to this romantically. And if it doesn't work out, you know, sorry, but I mean, but, you know, that's, there's nothing wrong with that too, as long as you you communicate. Yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, I think if you keep things away from each other, it just makes it worse. So, I think they just both have to be really honest with each other about it. And you know, if they want to actually try this out and see how it goes, then they should, you know, fully understand, you know, the ramifications of that. And if you know, if Songwa just wants to just no, she's not interested, then yeah, just tell him that he's that tell him that you know she's not interested, you know. But I think if anything, if she does end up choosing the latter option that I talked about and just saying, No, this is weird, please don't, yeah. then maybe how should I say this? Maybe she has to handle the fog gracefully, you know what yeah. I mean. I think that's yeah. the main thing because, you know, I, it's hard in that situation because, you know, it, I think rejecting someone that you've met is definitely a lot easier than rom- romantically a rejecting a very good friend because, yeah, you know, know, that can, that can like harm like your friendship with that person and well, it can lead to a lot of unintended damage as well. well so like you know it well you got to handle it really carefully i feel well look in the interest of not revealing who i'm talking about i'm just gonna just not per- say this person's name but of this course happened to me we respect privacy <laughs> yes this happened to me with a very very close friend of mine that i only saw as a friend um and she confessed to me and we're still friends to this day. And the fact that I, you know, rejected her and, you know, she was able to move on from that. There's no what if kind of ideas in her head anymore. Like, what if you feel this way about me? It took her a lot of courage to come up to me and say that. And I really respect that for sure. Um, so, you know, to be honest, I got to commend this guy too. Because it was probably hard for him to say anything. Probably took him a lot of, you know, cojones yep. uh, to say something like that. Yeah, yeah. Especially to his friend. So, I mean, rejecting him is going to be hard. It was kind of hard for me, too. I didn't know what to say at the time. But I eventually said no. And, you know, I'm roommates with the same person. We, we see each other regularly still. And we're still just friends. And we're perfectly fine. Um, 
the fact that we are, we went through it, right? And we just we still remain friends. You know, just proved how good of friends that we are. It ultimately in the end. And even though, like, you know, it didn't work out this time. Who knows how the future might end up, right? So that might happen in the future. Who knows? But still, <clears throat> yeah, it 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 might seem hard uh, because you're afraid of consequences, like what might happen. But ultimately, in the end, I think if you guys are really that close, twenty years, you guys are both. No, both parties are not willing to throw that away. You know. Yeah, so I think yeah. no matter what she says or no matter what he says, I think they're going to end up being friends in the end. I think personally. Yeah. I think if this option is exercised, as I've already said already, like how you handle, you know, telling this person that you don't feel that way about them is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And while, yes, you know, both sides can probably, you know, move on from it eventually, like, the initial impact of it won't be great and it will affect a lot of things. And look, if if you want to avoid those issues as much as you can, then yeah, you should definitely like, you know, exercise a lot of care Mm. into the way that you confess or like you tell this person that you just don't feel that way about them at all, but I still like you. I still care about you as a friend but yeah. not that way. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, but I think on that note, that concludes our inaugural episode of questionable advice. Um, yeah. Surprisingly, there wasn't a lot of questionable, questionable advice on advice. the show. But I, try, I mean, I, I tried to be more serious, trying to help a little bit to the end. I mean, I, look, we, I'll be more, I'll be more questionable next time. All right. All but right. I think definitely with this kind of show, I think it's good to be, both serious and also a bit on the uh funny side as well it just makes this show like the kind of show that i want to do so yeah um but on that note uh, that concludes this week's episode of the podcast i really hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and also let me know uh what dramas you want you want us to cover in future episodes because i definitely want to keep this show as a thing for for at least the immediate future anyway. So if you want to, if you want me to cover different dramas or things like that in this particular format, or if you want me to like have different guests on this kind of show, please let me know because I'm honestly open to anything. This show is meant for anyone really. So yeah, yeah, definitely for you guys. But on that note, um, that concludes this week's episode. Uh, really hope you enjoyed it and be sure to tune in for another episode next week. But until then, this is Gian and Chris from the questionable podcast on the K-pop Realm podcast signing off. Take care and have a brilliant week, everybody. Peace. Bye-bye. Aloha. Goodbye. <laughs>